the blast from our past network. This week on Talking Back. It's been a long time since he's smelled beautiful. Talking Back. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. With me this week is Dean. How you doing, Dean? I'm doing great. And you're How are you, Tim? I'm doing good, yeah. You're a co-host, I forgot to mention. Oh yeah. But that I is what that. you do. Most times. Yeah. When you're here, you're a co-host. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm bored with this discussion already. Yeah, me too. I so, just want to get to what we need to get to today. Me too, me too. I don't even really want to talk to you today. No, I, I don't want to talk to you either. So let's just get into it. We've got a really special show here uh, this week. We've got our friends Chad and Chris from Just Your Average Podcast with us. Chad, Chris, get in here. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Thanks, Thanks Chris. I'm Chad. I say my own name. I'm Chris. I like to introduce you. I don't care. <laughs> I'm Chad. How's it going, Chad. guys? It's going yeah, great. From Just Your Average Chad, we get the podcast and stuff. Yeah, we get a mediocre podcast. No way. No way. Cut so, that out. Cut that out. Cut that talk. Ah, come on. Uh, <laughs> it's just average. average. <laughs> I guess it's in the name. Uh, yeah, no, listen. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm a fan of your podcast. Uh, I've been listening cool. for, for a little while, and I really – oh, there it is. I love it. I, I uh, b- Big fan. So, listen, I love what you guys do because you guys just kind of get together. You have some beers. You're in a basement and you just riff. You talk about whatever you want to talk about and it kind of nothing's nothing's off the table. And this is the this is the podcast. <laughs> it gets us in a little trouble. Sometimes it gets us in trouble. Yeah, so, no, I know. So, sometimes you say some things. Sometimes it's it's, it's true. A lot of editing. Yeah. <laughs> this is the podcast I like to listen to though when I don't want to listen to a podcast. When I just want to like feel like I'm just chilling out and relaxing, I, I throw you guys on because I feel like I'm there in the room with you. Oh, sorry. I'm a big proponent of like silly goose time. So yeah. as long as we're being silly gooses, everything's okay. Totally. You do a great job at that. So uh, I think the first the first time I listened to you guys, you were doing a, a Star Wars. You're talking about Star Wars. And I mean, I was auto- automatically hooked. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So that kind of got me into it. And then uh, I got to say my favorite conversation was the zombie apocalypse. And uh-huh. listen, Chris, if a zombie apocalypse ever happens, I'm coming right to your house. <laughs> Because you you know I mean, you know what to do. I spent way too much time in high school thinking about zombies to the point <laughs> where it's like, yeah, I can't do math, but yo, I know how to survive the zombie apocalypse. The best thing is his dad was an ex-cop, so his yeah, brother yeah. recently just discovered a closet full of guns. So. Yeah, we, found a, <laughs> we, we were digging through my closet and we found a safe, and we were like, "What's this?" And we busted it open, and there was a bunch of guns, and we were like, "All right, right on, there yeah. you go, there you go." And I'm not a gun guy, but zombies happen. I'll go to your house and grab we a couple. We have too many guns. Yeah, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys you guys have the uh, JYA podcast, and you also have something called yeah. JYA Cult Culture. So what's the differences between those two? Well, the podcast is just our general conversation. Just like whatever. Whatever we feel like talking about that week. Uh, whatever, like, crazy what do they news. call it? Stream of consciousness. Yeah. We'll just start talking and see where it ends. The Just Rabbit's Cult Culture is our pop culture show. We try to focus our... Unlike you know, movies, we, video games, you know, comics. Basically, it's a lot about movies because we're obsessed with movies. We love movies way too much. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah, I thought the name was super cheesy and ridiculous. Chad like, is a fan of cheese, and it really bothers me, but whatever. Because uh, <laughs> pop culture has become a cult 
pretty much. Everybody oh, has like their Star it? Wars, their yeah, Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah. and everything. So they're very fanatics about it. It's very cult-like, so I thought... And cult is in the word culture, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it worked. Perfect. <laughs> I like Chad's it. a genius. <laughs> okay, I, I do have a question, though. I do have a question. Uh, are, is, this, is this Chris or other Chris? This is other Chris. This, this is, other, is Chris. other Chris. Okay. But currently, I am main Chris. Yeah, you're main Chris. Yeah. First, Chris is on sabbatical right now. Yeah, he's on hiatus or something. Okay. I don't know what he's yeah. doing. Okay, cool. Okay, so you he's don't want to go by other Chris here. With the coronavirus and everything, trying and all everything going on, trying to settle through life. Yeah, no, definitely makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I had to check in on that. Listen, guys, we got a, a super fun topic here for this week. We're going to talk about the Riddick universe. There's a lot of different things in the universe. We're going to talk about it, see what everybody thinks. Before we get into it, let's just do a bit of a roundtable, and I want to get a gauge for what everybody thinks about this universe. Now, let's not really get into any specifics about anything, but just like, do you like it? Um, maybe what's one or two of the things you do like, and or what don't you like? Uh, Chad, why don't you kick us off? Well, see, it's difficult. When you look at these movies... They're very nostalgic. Like you can look at them and be like, I love this universe. Pitch Black, honestly, I think is actually a good movie. Like I can watch that. And no be one's like, going to disagree yeah. with that. Then when you get the Chronicles, it's like, I haven't seen this movie in years. I love that movie. It's so good. Then you watch it and you're like, look at all these quick cuts. Look at all this crazy, like, what'd you call it? Dutch angles. Dutch angles with a camera. Mm-hmm. They'll be walking. It's like, meh. Turns like diagonal. They zoom in on you and it's... No, but this universe and everything they built, and like all the lore towards it, definitely should be branched out maybe in like comics and stuff more. It was a comic. It was a comic. Uh, I guess I have the exact same feelings as Chad. <laughs> this movie was super important to me when I was a kid because like I saw Vin Diesel and I was like, that's what a man looks like. I want to be like that. And then, <laughs> you know. 20 years, not even 20 years, like 12 years in the future, I'm watching it again going like, oh, this is so embarrassing. This he's is so stupid. He's just kind of That big. guy, that, that's cool armor, but oh, stop talking, you know? like Yeah. But Chris, you have long, beautiful hair. How, how, did, you, I, how did you appeal to be like uh, a Riddick? Uh, well, I want to be honest, more of a Fabio. Is, is that a wig? Yeah. <laughs> I went the opposite direction. Like, Riddick is bald, not by choice, so therefore I choose to have it long hair. It is choice. I show him right, right. Movie. Oh, that's right. That dumb scene where you're shaving his head. Yeah. Because he has the, the dumb whole... wig at the beginning. Oh. Yeah. They ruined the whole thing. Yeah, I know. Chronic- in Chronicles, too, he's got um, a very vibrant beard and really long hair, so he can grow it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, Dean, what do you what do you think? Uh, yeah. I'm Are you a lover or a hater? I, get, getting into it. Like, in my memory, it's great. Like, when I think yeah. on that universe, I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking love that universe. It's great. And then actually watching the movies, it's like, oh, it's a little bit cringy. Um, I love the home run swing they take with that second movie, though. Like, it is all of a sudden just this fantasy world. Without that Chronicles of Riddick, like, they just built this world off of really a simple sci-fi kind of horror movie, Pitch Black. So I just like that that's the jump off point is just the home run swing. For yeah. some reason, when I was a kid, Crocos and always reminded me of Final Fantasy X. Not ten. Mm. Is it ten? Ten. With like the religious like overlords and everything, oh, and, like um, the cool like the maesters. Yeah, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. But sorry, yeah. I didn't interrupt. I never, you. No, no, it's all but good. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Yeah, I never played that one. Yeah. That game's bad. 
No, it's great. It's bad. It's like Riddick. It's great when you think about it, but then you go back and play it, and you're like, yeah. this kind of sucks. That's yeah. right. I, that's, I'm, great, I, great memories. Yeah, I'm on the same page as, as everybody here. It's I, in my memory. Like I went back and watched um, some of the some of the content for for this podcast, and in my memory, I really, really loved Pitch Black. Now watching it again, I still liked it. I thought it held up. It was uh, a little bit slower throughout the middle um, that I had forgotten about, but I, you know, all all the really interesting parts of the movie that I remembered are still there and still hold up. And uh, yeah, I agree with the home run swing for, for Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, they took this kind of small uh, pitch black story, this uh, small amount of people and just like cranked it full of steroids and cocaine. And then like put it in a rocket ship and sent it <laughs> off into the universe. Some of definitely. my favorite stuff from this universe though is is not those movies it's it's in the video games and some of the uh the anime that that came along with it but we'll get to that but uh, i think we're all on the yeah. same page here we, we like this we like this content um we we probably at a time loved it and now we've grown a bit from it and it's uh it's just a little bit different a little bit harder to go back to but so i'm gonna is get anybody else confused when you went to go see chronicles of reddit for the first time being like this is pitch black sequel yep like what's going on yeah <laughs> now yeah definitely definitely i mean i think we're all surprised I saw Pitch Black on the T on Sci-Fi Channel back when it was SCI Fi, and it was, and I remember watching it, not like understand because I came in the middle of the movie and it was dark and there's monsters and stuff, and I was like, this is cool. Then I saw Chronicles of Riddick like two days later, (laughs) and I was like, yo, this might be the coolest franchise ever. Like, there's monsters and darkness and like dudes in gray armor, and I was like, then I watched both movies in their entirety, and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) 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 If they if they could both be maybe an hour long, I think you'd have something there. Just take the best bits and chop it up. I also think Chronicles of Riddick could have made a cool TV show. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, Vin Diesel just had what do they call the necromancer? The necromonger, necromonger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have all them and have like Riddick, kind of like what they do in The Witcher, even though The Witcher sucks. Have uh, Riddick kind of be like a side character, and all the other characters in the universe are the main characters. Training device, Hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. If they did like a Game of Thrones story (laughs) about the necromonger society and all the various houses like vying for control over this weird, like religious death cult in space. (laughs) It'd be the coolest fucking thing ever. Totally. It really would be. Yeah. Yeah. They really, like they had definitely had a great idea there, but we're, uh, we watched the, uh, the director's commentary kind of thing. It's like a little 20 minute video. You can find it on YouTube and they're supposed to talk about the whole production, but really all they talk about is how cool are these sets? How cool are these costumes? How cool are the necromongers? And like even Vin Diesel's like, yeah, dude, they're so cool. Like they don't talk about the movie; they just talk about how cool the setting is. Yeah. <laughs> Which was it probably really, it's it probably really the coolest. Is. It's the coolest ahead, setting ever. Yeah, Space. I was just gonna say it really is great. It's just like it seems like they pumped so much money into that second movie. Like costumes and settings look great. There's no CGI characters. They're all actual extras. Oh, yeah. All the sets are hand-built and everything. Yeah. So it's like very little CGI, just on like the crazy. Now, uh, <clears throat> missed that part where they were talking about uh, when they build like the mausoleum, which is that flying like tombstone spaceship where uh, it's supposed to look uh, futuristic but also ancient. And the uh, guy – what's his name? I already forgot. He uh, – <laughs> 
he wanted to do like, cause he's like, you never see Baroque architecture in films. So that's why everything looks the way it does. It's mm. very reminiscent of ancient, of like Baroque, you know, with like the statues and the, the hexagonal like kind of patterns and right. the ceiling and stuff like that. Hmm. Like that dude was like, I like Baroque because when he was given the art, it was all like weird goth stuff with spikes. And he was like, fuck that. I'm doing my own thing. And it turned <laughs> right. out super awesome. Yeah, it really worked. Yeah. Okay. I want to give a quick timeline here of the uh, Riddick universe. So it started off in January of 2000, actually on the sci-fi channel, Chris. Now this is interesting. It was a one hour movie that takes place a few months before the events of the movie Pitch Black. And it came out. That may what I see. It might maybe what I saw. Yeah, it might have yeah, been yeah, what yeah. you saw, and um, it was apparently really, really terrible. I, I remember seeing it a long time ago because <laughs> I was trying to download any Riddick content I could get, and I yeah. and I found it, and like, it just didn't do anything. There was like there was maybe one or two interesting points in the whole forty-five minute um, show, and it's just it's not worth watching. <laughs> it, it's interesting. And that was two thousand ten. Or no, no, that was 2000. So it came out um, a, yeah. f- a few months. Um, okay, so let me get this right. It, it takes place a few months after the events of Pitch Black, but it came out before uh, Pitch Black. That's a weird way to do it. That's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. So were these just like pilots that they were putting out to like producers? It was like a, pretty much? I assume it was a short film that they did to show to producers to be like, give us millions of dollars to make this. Look how cool it could be. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, so I think they had like what, three of those, three of those shorts, oh, the short films. Um, an anime. Yeah. There's some animes in there. I think that was the only short live action. Oh, all right. Uh, after that is pitch black comes out in 2000 and now the feature length movie came out as well as a novel mm-hmm. with that. Then later in 2000, uh, a 10 minute short animation called pitch black slam city comes out. I've not seen that. I don't know if anybody has even heard of that. Slam City? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess Riddick uh Riddick tries his uh his luck at wrestling, I guess. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Um, I would watch that movie. Yeah, that'd be fun. Heel would be so cool. <laughs> cool armor, he'd have an awesome ring entrance. Then we get uh Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay, which was a video game released great in 2004. Like fucking oh, great. amazing great game. Great game. We're definitely going to talk about that a bit because that's yeah. – I definitely want to touch on that. I love that game. Then um, later in 2004 is uh, The Chronicles of Riddick, the movie, and a novel came out with that as well. Then four days after Chronicles of Riddick comes out, Dark Fury, this 35-minute animated movie from Peter Chung comes out. Then we get in 2009, so five years later, another video game, Assault on Dark Athena. Now, kind of just more of the same. I didn't play this one, but it's more of the same. Uh, more of the same idea from the, the Escape from Butcher's Bay. Then four years after that, 2013, a mobile game comes out called Riddick the Merc Files. Never played that. Never heard of that. Plays mobile. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> then uh later in that year riddick blindsided comes out which is a motion comic and then the last little nugget we have here is that in 2019 vin diesel announced on instagram that he received um a new script from the director david Tui for a new feature-length movie so 
there could be something in the works here. Furious. We're getting more for, for, for new ones. Furious, Furia, or something yeah, like that. Fur I saw Furia. a still for it. Uh, Furia. And it kind of looks like they took the uh, the King Conan still from the beginning of Conan the Barbarian, but just put <laughs> Vin Diesel there. Nice. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like it. You know, it just looks like the same thing. And it's like, all right, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, um, what you did? Riddick movie come out. What was that, 2014, 2015? Yeah, I think it it's 13 or 14. Oh, 13, you know what? Yeah, 13. that's that's not even on my list here. I missed that one. It's okay. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was. yeah, you weren't the only one, Tim, that missed that one. <laughs> I actually don't even know if I saw that, that was, one. But... That was an upsetting movie. So I wanted to see Riddick be like the king. But at the beginning of the movie, it's like, yeah, oh, he It's just the bird in the hand. It's Again, mm. they steal it from Conan. Remember when Conan's tied yeah. to the tree and he bites the vulture? They just took yeah. the... They took, Vin Diesel wants to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think we figured it out. Well, yeah, yeah I think that is definitely true. Everybody I mean, wants everyone. to be Arnold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've said my uh, my spiel here, so we can kind of open it up a bit and just, well, you know, if you guys want to talk about something specific, like if they're one of the movies or jump into wherever, whatever you guys want to uh, do here. So the most research I did was just on the second movie because, like, that's the only movie in my opinion really like that's where i stand like pitch black is great it's fine i don't remember a single scene from riddick so chris yeah. did, did you like did you for crazy. sure see pitch black or did you only maybe see the sci-fi program i for sure saw pitch black because I, w I was just giving the story of how i was introduced to riddick at the beginning okay i saw pitch black in its entirety the most memorable screening i have is after i've already seen chronicles but like I said, I'm pretty I was like 10 years old at this time. Like my brain is fucking concussed and still developing at that age. So like I'm not you know, the timeline's a little blurry. But uh yeah, I definitely I saw the thing on sci-fi, then I saw Chronicle, then I saw Pitch, then I saw Riddick, then I went back to Chronicle. And that's where I'm at. Okay. Pitch Black, like I liked everything they tried to do, like with the what was it like? The monsters couldn't go with the light and everything, so they ended up walking around with like the white things trying to the like, weird distract. bugs in the yeah. jars or whatever. I thought like there was a lot of practical stuff they did in that movie yeah. where it's like if you were in this situation, you would think to do this: improvised weapons, traps, yeah. you know, move slow. It's not like your typical like scream queen horror slasher kind of like idiots running around getting murdered by monsters. And you have Riddick sitting with an umbrella chair. Yeah. Everything in the background. Like, that was so out. weird. It was very weird. I thought I was hallucinating. Yeah, I mean. What did you like? Oops, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Chad. No, I was going to say, what's like your first like experience into like the Riddick universe? Yeah. Like how old were you? You saw Pitch Black and everything. Well, for me, I'm uh, I'm. I'm 41 now, so I saw this one in the theater. Actually, I, yeah. I I didn't I didn't know anything about it. I, I don't remember there being a lot of marketing behind it, um, so I didn't really know what to expect. And and you know, going into it, it was kind of like, well, this is going to be whatever. Let's just check it out. And I remember just being really impressed with it at the time. I I really enjoyed Vin Diesel. This is this was Vin Diesel before he was kind of known. So. I didn't have any preconceived yeah. notion towards him and you weren't expecting him to jump into a car. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they did a great job with his voice. Like he really has the voice to deliver in a movie. They, they used a lot of his voice in the movie. So I thought it worked really well. And yeah, it was just a really cool story. There was a lot of, a lot of good things going on in it. This whole idea that 
they're stuck on this planet and this like cataclysmic event that happens once in who knows however fucking long is going to happen right as this like these this group of people crash there and you've got this villain who's kind of like a bless you chad (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) you've I, i love when like the lines of a hero and villain are crossed so you got this really unique character of Riddick, who's this hard ass, but he's got a heart. And yeah, then you, you get these aliens that come in and they're just, you know, pretty formidable. And Riddick's got kind of the one thing that everybody needs to help them get through it, which is he can see in the dark. Right. And and yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it's, it. There's... Yeah. It's like the Hitman comics where like all Hitman has is like X-ray vision. And it's such like a. Oh, Riddick can see in the dark, whatever. And then they're in this situation where it's like, yo, you're the only dude who can get us out of here. You can see in the fucking dark. It's it's a cool concept. It's a great Something concept. Stupid, but it's I, awesome. I think they fail with that in almost every other uh, entry into the Riddick universe, except maybe for this dark, <coughs> dark fury animation. But um, it doesn't really help him at all in, in Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, the video game, it's kind of a throwaway. Rips his goggles off. Yeah, it seems just well, like whole movie takes place in the day yeah yeah not a single scene at night really except for the battle where they invade uh that planet yeah i think it's it's like a character um a character aspect of him that worked so well in this one movie but then when you when that movie does well and now they want to go to uh more movies and other things in the franchise that aspect of it doesn't get fleshed out well enough and it's just kind of this thing they have to bring along and do what they can with it I mean, they couldn't do pitch black even blacker, you know? they, oh, they, they tried. That's right, yeah. You know, they, <laughs> like, this time it's twice as dark. And it's like, oh, they, yeah. could a, no, they could have had a cool prison scene where all the lights go out. And, and he does his thing, but instead they do the scene where he tames the scary dog monster or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of scenes in that movie where it's just like, oh, Vin Diesel read the script. Okay, I see this yeah. guy. Like, Chris, it's just animal instincts. He's a furion. I, I wondered. I wondered if he got um, the eyes of that creature, like if that, because they had similar looking eyes, right? Uh, I I yeah, wondered if oh, oh. I wondered if maybe they gave him eyes from a creature like that. I never played Butcher's Bay, so I don't well, know. they explain like the the him seeing in the dark. He had to get like a medical procedure. To yeah, they kind of go over that in Chronicles when yeah. what's her names. He had it done to yeah. him. That's how he escaped Butcher's Bay. Was getting that surgery basically, like. Mm. Because Butcher's Bay is like a super scary prison asteroid, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a yeah. prison on an asteroid. Yeah, and it's super dark all the time, and that's how they just keep everyone in check. And then he got the surgery and was able to do cool, like, move, <laughs> kill a lot of people. So would you guys mind, like, a prequel movie on that? Like, this next Riddick movie just being the escape from Butcher Bay? No, because it's a game. Yeah. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I want to see. I think I'd see it. I think I'd like to see it. I think, you know, I Dean, think Dean, hold, hold on one Chronicles... sec. Can, can I interrupt you for one yeah. sec? We're going yeah. to do something a little bit different because we're already touching on it. But this is my what if. What if? Oh, so, wow. All here, right. Here well, on ta- what if already? Yeah, yeah. Here on Talking Back, this is a little bit abnormal, but we're going to do it. Here on Talking Back, we like to throw out a what if, 
And it's just something for us to kind of speculate on. And this didn't happen, but we like to this talk about just create a conversation about um, what if this happened or what if that happened. So we're already there. And my what if is what if with this new Riddick movie, if we do get one, like what does everybody want to see? Do you want to see an origin story? Do you want to see a pitch black prequel? Do you want to see a Chronicles of Riddick continuation? Or would you like to see something brand new? I'm going to let you guys go first so I can brainstorm. Okay. Dean, Dean, I interrupted you there, and so Dean, why don't you... Oh, I already know exactly what I'm Yeah, yeah, say. I'm going to go. I uh, I started talking for the first time in 10 minutes, and Tim immediately cut me off. So uh. I'm going to go here. Um, okay, so I definitely want to see something like that's prison-related. I don't mind that prequel idea where it's just him escaping um, that prison on an asteroid because I think when Chronicles of Riddick, I think it's when it's at its best, it's when he's in that prison and the movie gets smaller. Like, I like the huge world we're playing in, but I don't actually think the movie works unless it gets small. So I would like a movie that, you know, still exists in that huge universe, but it's just him escaping that prison. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, you're right, though, about the small scale, because the best scenes are when Riddick's interacting with the Mercs. Yeah. Well, the best scenes dialogue wise. What's that douchebag's name? Tombs. Tombs. Tombs is such a great in this movie. <laughs> He's just a scummy, dirty asshole. Get the gats. <laughs> yeah. I also think he'd play a great Kano in a Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. We anyway, Kano. we love Kano. <laughs> He's our secret favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Sector guy. Uh, of course. Sector is cool. Sector, I never liked the robot. Anyway, whoa, we can just catch up. We always talk about Mortal Kombat, though. Catch up and monster. Um, so, Chris, what do you think? Oh, geez. So, if I were to make a new Riddick, and this is me, and they're like, Chris, you have to write it direct, blah, 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 blah. First scene would be like old King Riddick sitting on his chair, just like, I'm fucking la- leader of the Necromongers again or whatever. So we're I, cutting Riddick out. And he gets murdered in the first five minutes of the movie and Vin Diesel's <laughs> dead. And then the rest of the movie is about Vako trying to consolidate power and there's a civil war. And it's just like, Riddick, you were cool and awesome, but you're – it's not 2001 anymore, you're you know? Carl like, Urban. You're not Carl Urban. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We have major, like, man bonus for Carl Urban. He's the best yeah. in everything he's in. Yeah. He's the yes. best part of every movie he's in. Yeah. When he shows up to Helm's Deep and he's on top of the hill and it's just like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I love you gotta, Why don't you like it? Anyway, no. I've always, um, I've always been forced to watch Lord of the Rings, so it's like a chore. Oh, a, you don't like it? I, uh, let me tell you my Lord of the Rings real quick. Yeah, Sorry, sure. we rambled. No, it's all, it's all good. Let's do it. We're like six uh, beers deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, only six? Uh, I saw Fellowship in theaters. Probably fell asleep maybe like 45 minutes in. What? And just didn't wake up until the end. <laughs> urinate while you were what, what are you talking, so, what are you talking about? Then like probably <laughs> Fellowship came out. Then maybe in 2013. I don't know when that movie came out. I forget the year. But in 2013, 2014. I think maybe 2015. It doesn't matter. My friend Kyle's like, he lives with me. So he's like, the next three days, we're watching every Lord of the Rings movie. So I'm watching it and I'm like, it's a chore. I don't like being forced to watch things. Yeah. So Return of the King was kind of cool. Like, I like the battles and everything. Fellowship, the beginning, I like a lot, which I hear more people say they like the like climatic parts, but I don't know. I like the whole. When he's, they're meeting everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember the second one. Mm. <laughs> and I watched it like three months ago and I don't remember it. Ah, that's yeah, my favorite. those those movies like I, I'm a fan of those movies, but they are a bit of a chore already on their own. So if you feel going into them like you are forced to watch them, there's no way you can enjoy that. Especially if you watch like the director's cuts. I think it's like 13, 14 hours. It's worth yeah. it. Something yeah. stupid like that. Dude, you remember the scene where Gemling charges at the Pelennor field and he's fueled by pure hatred and his horse goes faster than everyone's and you see the orc with the arrow and he like panics and it's super cool? No. No? <laughs> um, Sounds great. That orc's name is um, Why do you know that? Uh, I love the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's, That's it's... why I want to, you to watch this. Have you guys ever heard of the movie trivia Schmodown? No. It's, no. Um, it's look up the Schmodown. Uh, it's like movie trivia for nerds, and it's on sh- the Schmodown network on YouTube. But he'd be good at the inner geekdom because there's a lot of Star Trek, there's a lot of Lord of the Rings, Star Wars stuff. And he has like. An autistic vault. I was going to say that, <laughs> but I kind of hesitate because I don't know how you guys That's like fine. those kind of jokes. I already warned you, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I can make them because I am. <laughs> so we're just going to have to roll with whatever you guys say because we, yeah. we don't edit out anything out of this, out of this sucker. Oh, so boy. watch it watch it though watch it though. that's not an this open invitation what happened at the end of the third riddick movie i don't even fucking Do you guys remember? I, I don't remember the riddick movie i don't I, don't, I can't say for sure if i've even seen it and um i left it off of my notes <laughs> so that's that shows you how much <laughs> so, how much love so i have for it about a, what if, the sequel movie can we leave riddick out Oh, in my Riddick is non In my mind, right, we have good. to because I don't remember what it is. Because it starts with him not as the king of the Necromongers. So it's like, but yeah, that's where the previous... You know, it doesn't make sense. It's like yeah. you kill what you keep, but they just kick him out after they all well, bow no, to him. I assume Bako beat the shit out of him. And he can't. He could, Ben though. has the power of the Furians now. Vako couldn't even behead the guy. He couldn't even see him doing the well, whole he was doing soul the teleporting thing. thing. But Riddick only saw him do the soul teleport thing. Riddick did the soul because teleport. Because he read No, the if script. you watch it, you can see Riddick do the no. thing with his arms at the swords, and you see him do the trails. He read the script, and he knew where the guy <laughs> was going to end, so he stood there with a knife and just waited for him. No, Riddick has those eyes. <sighs> Well, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you guys right now, and you're sitting really close. I feel like you need to arm wrestle over this to see who's right. Right? <laughs> no, we'll just go play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. But I think for a new Riddick movie, I think the name of this new one, if that's the name that remains, is kind of. I'm kind of on board with that because I want to know more about the Furians and Furia and what that's all about because they keep saying throughout these movies how powerful. Um, a species of of people this is i want to maybe know like who some of these badasses are and maybe what riddick's backstory is like is he even maybe he's not even a badass fury and maybe he's like a a middle of the road yeah no no but maybe he's just like a a, a, like a middle of the road fury and maybe there's like war fury and warriors who are way cooler than him i want to see some of that stuff can I put a pin in that for one second? Sure. Watching, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Watching Chronicles of Riddick, the Furians reminded me of the Saiyans. They remind. They were a strong warrior race that got wiped out by the Necromite, whatever's. By and I, I feel Frieza. like that they're Frieza, and the Furians were the Saiyans. And I they, mean, well, it's that whole hero's journey thing. Like I've come from a destroyed people to kill right. my destroyer. Yeah, but the way they play it just kept reminding me of Dragon Ball. Z. Oh, see, I kept thinking Sparta and Persia. 
the yeah, whole time. You would, you fucking nerd. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they get the masks that look like the masks of the Immortals. Oh, oh yeah, Earth. that's true. That's true. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. But this movie predated 300. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to your movie? No, no, that was make that, that was it. But well, I think you're you're up, Chad. For for what do you want to see for uh, um, the next movie? I want it if you want it to look more like Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, it's Star Trek. <laughs> a space Lord of the Rings would be cool. No, it's if they Trek. do make a sequel, I want it to be. God, I just had it in my head. Something like Riddick the End, or something like that. Like totally rip off Wolverine in the end. Oh, do oh do like, a Logan. Do, do a Logan because it already rips off every other sci-fi movie and all this other stuff. That would actually be a, like see Riddick on his Riddick on his like final whim. Try, like he it takes place directly after he takes over the Necromongers. So the whole movie with him be him like fighting for power, trying to change them, doing all the stuff no. to make unite the stuff. Or that might be too much for Riddick because he doesn't seem like that smart and that. I kind of I want to I want to expand upon your idea if I may. Can he? Oh yes. Am I allowed? We will allow it. <laughs> Thanks for so, asking, though. Yeah, that's very polite. <laughs> I like your idea. I like the idea of doing a Logan thing. Okay, so the big bad in this movie is the Lord Marshal. That's not really a kingly title. What if that's more like a duke or a baron? <laughs> so, so an upper guy. So Riddick takes over, and now he has to fight some dude that's like a billion more times powerful and, and and this isn't a fight riddick can win like we know this going in so riddick shows up to the first fight and gets his shit wrecked and we're like yo riddick usually is just saying like stupid one-liners and punching people and stuff like that and winning get that ass moving uh, are you with me are you with me they don't you even know me? what to do with one can, of me can you <laughs> team up with carl urban yes vin vin carl is that you vin, these these fucking Ultra necromongers show up, and even fucking Bacco's like, "Yo, Riddick, we need to fucking." And then uh, Riddick dies, but hanging out with Vaco, I guess Riddick changed Vaco to be like a moral and good person. Can so... he give Vaco the power of the Furians? Yeah, because they do a blood transfusion. Yeah, big Ninja Turtles. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys hear about that? <laughs> Not the branch off again, but Ninja Turtle, uh, one of the hand. They're the hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're one the, no, they're the foot. One the of the foot. foot clan members got a blood transfusion from Ninja Turtle and got turned into the yellow Ninja Turtle. Oh, wow. Really? I did not hear about that. Uh, Venus de Milo is her name, right? Is it? I don't fucking know. That's what it was in the TV show. Interesting. That's the same thing. <laughs> well, they had, you know. Anyway. Chris, no such thing as a Chris I've got a question hair. for you. Yeah. Would you consider cutting your hair like Vako's hair in that movie? Because it's so awesome. I'm I I'm, okay. I have I have the in, I have the inability to grow we hair, so I, I can't do if, it. But if I do, if I had hair like yours, I'd shave it and make it look like Vaca's. Everyone says that, but you got to realize the reason my hair looks great is because my head <laughs> is misshapen. So <laughs> <laughs> right? so, like it grows nice because the head's weird. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Split right. You know what I called you the other day in conversation? I was trying to describe you to someone, and I said oh, he's just like a circle with a frown. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. Oh no, just, Chad! How did you take that? Oh, the fat jokes never end. <laughs> no, they don't. They never will. I'm just pleasantly plump. It's okay. Did you guys? Did you guys know the Lord Marshall? This guy, the actor, he's, the actor is he's in. Um, do you guys watch? Do you guys watch Better Call Saul? 
Have you guys he's seen in Better Call Saul? I haven't seen any of the. I saw the first season. I haven't seen anything but past who's it. Who's he playing that? He's uh, Howard Hamlin, the one of the lawyers. Oh, that's insane. In the Thor movie, Patrick he Fabian was the lead is his name. Ice giant. Who was he? He was the lead ice giant in the. Oh, no, excuse oh, really? me. He was. Um, I sorry, that's my mistake. He was the uh, the what do they call it in Game of Thrones? The evil ice guy. Ice King. Ice King. Night Lord, Night oh, King. Oh, was he Night, one, one of them? King. He was the Night King? Yeah, he was the Night King. No way. Oh, wow. Really? I saw a picture of it when I was doing his thing. I'm scared to... All right. Wow. Just, no. It's okay. Bring up this. His All right, cool. We're still in there. All right, yeah, we're still in your chat. Okay, I, I think he exited that. You dig that up. I, mean, I, I want to I just talk about how the Chronicles... Actually, how both these movies start. Pitch Black and the Chronicles of Riddick. Pitch Black, like... They do this incredible crash sequence that goes on for way too long, but I love it. And it, like, it works so well. Like normally in a crash se- sequence where a ship's hitting a planet, it's going to be like, I don't know, 15 to 30 seconds. This went on for like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight minutes. And I just thought it actually really worked well um, in this type of movie. I haven't really seen a, an elongated sequence like that. And the Chronicles of Riddick. <coughs> starts out and there's a narration about you know the necromongers that we've talked about and their holy land the underverse and this lord marshall who visits the underverse and comes back as half alive and half something else that's great writing i love that and then it, they say in these times evil must be fought with evil so it's like the, both these movies they grabbed me from like the very start and kind of sucked me in. So if these movies had poor starts, I might not have been as on board. But they both had really solid footing to like take off with, and uh, that I think I I liked it for that. But go well, ahead. Best thing about Chronicles. I know you're going to talk. But yeah, about gonna... you can go first. I feel bad. We keep interrupting. Yeah, we keep interrupting you, my dude. Oh, I'm done. I'm done, bro. Go ahead. Oh, so I just want to do a course correction real quick. So I did just look it up. He was not the Night King. He was the King uh, Ice Giant. Okay. The costumes okay. are stupid similar. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool, though. That's cool. So, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that either until today. One of the biggest things we were talking about watching the beginning of Chronicles of Riddick, it shows how great the actual, like, scenery and all like, the costumes and, like, just everything about the world with, like, the faces on the buildings and everything how it all just like works so perfectly of what it is yeah. and even pitch black like the funny thing about pitch black you said it got a little slow i feel like pitch black had the better character moments where Chronicles of riddick needed the better character moments if that makes sense well totally 100 yeah. percent. they, need, they needed know, to like blend in like they pitch need black, you don't need those character moments because yes, you just do not as much as you i feel like you would pitch, pitch black is a movie about characters and you relax pitch black <laughs> stop is throwing things Chad. characters in a scenario <laughs> You know, here's yeah. this group of yeah. people, watch them react to this. So all it is is character development and character building. Whereas Chronicles of Riddick is like, here's this event, you know, like the event comes first, characters come second. You know? I want the Which is why Chronicles. like we see Vako, he probably has like twenty minutes of twenty not even like, think twenty minutes of screen. Maybe like maybe 10. seven right, lines hold, of Chris, dialogue. We know that you know exactly down to the second how long he was on screen <laughs> oh, for. So just give it to us. Just give it to us. Stopwatch, okay? Um, I can tell you down in a minute how many lines he has in Lord of the Rings. If you guys want to. <laughs> um, I, I think Pitch Black had too much character development, 
and Chronicles of Riddick had not enough. So they needed really? to find the, hap- the happy middle ground, which would have been better for, for both of them. But uh, That movie's called Riddick. Is it? No. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> what is this movie you I speak of? That was when they said they were making a sequel to Chronicles of Riddick, and I saw it, and I'm like, just the beginning, and I'm like, is this a prequel? I honestly thought it was a prequel for like a little bit. Your dumbass made me buy Riddick. Oh yeah, right? Because he's like, <laughs> when we started watching the beginning. I'm like, is this I'm like, Chronicles I don't remember this. I don't remember this. I don't remember this. And then because I thought it was like maybe like he was like, no, it's a deleted scene from Chronicles. So we're watching like the director's cut. We got like ten minutes into Riddick, and I was like, I don't fucking like this. And then we threw on Chronicle, and I was like, I don't like this either. The thing that should have gave it away was seeing Dave Bautista in the credits. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly couldn't. That should have tipped you off right there. I saw Dave Bautista and I was like, he was in Chronicles of Riddick? I don't know. My dumb ass, I'm like drunk and I'm like, yeah, he was. He had to be. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's really good in this one. <laughs> he plays this that guy start. that Vin Diesel stabs and then the Lord Marshal goes, keep what you kill. <laughs> Remember that scene? Remember that cool scene? Hey man, that's the rule. Keep what you keep kill. Keep what you kill. Like they touch on the underverse slightly. But like you guys know what the underverse is, it's Valhalla basically for them. Yeah. Like it's a it's a it's a universe or a reality that's constant war. And if you're a super badass warrior in life, you get to go fight in the underverse for all eternity. And apparently, the Necromongers found a portal that goes to the underverse. That's why they're going around from planet to planet, being like convert or die. You know, like come join us in the afterlife or die. Yeah. And the best part about it is like, what's the dude's name? Like the main guy, Lord Marshall. The Lord Marshall doesn't see himself as a villain or anything. He sees himself as more of a as liberator a of like, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. In the purifier, um, shit. What's his name? Oh. Yeah, you got it written down. Uh, I can't turn pages. You want the actor's name? Yeah. Linus Roach. Linus Roach, the purifier, who's also the creepy cult leader in Mandy. Have you guys seen Mandy? No, not yet. No. no. Yo. I know I want to really badly. Yeah. You guys watch Mandy. You want to do a video on that? We have to we talk don't. about Mandy because we, we love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. We love we, Panos. We've got, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got Beyond the Black Rainbow on our uh, on our list already to do. So. You think that movie's 10 years old? No, I can't. That, yeah, I know. That's a t- I mean, you could you could watch that movie anytime. You could watch it like you could watch it. I think it, in a hundred years from now, that movie it, it, it'll it look like it just came just out. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic Penos Casamata. It's Mandy's director yeah. and all yeah, that yeah. fun stuff. So just picture that, but about like some hot chick oh. instead of Nicolas Cage. A little more appealing. <laughs> a little more. <laughs> just a little. I don't know, Nick Cage. I like seeing that guy on screen. I I like I like Nick in the right role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, How every role is the right role for him. Really? I don't know if I'd go that oh, yeah. far. Oh, yeah. Get rid of Vin, bring in Nick Cage. Oh. Yeah, you, missed the, yeah. you missed that in the what if. He should have yes, exactly. pulled that yeah, out. Yeah. Pull the what if again. <laughs> what if Nicolas Cage was Riddick? Oh, man. Be a thousand better percent movie. better. A thousand percent better. <laughs> and not I even like Vin Diesel in this movie. I want like, to talk about uh, Escape from Butcher's Bay. Because, because yeah, yeah, like, Dean, this is what you want yeah. for your sequel or, or your, new, your want, new one. Yeah. Because Escape yeah. from Butcher's Bay is Riddick. You start off going into prison. It's actually a pretty cool opening because you go into prison and you know how like games, they'll give you like a little bit of a tutorial at the beginning. So you can kind of get familiar with the buttons and all that. Press that do this. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they don't tell you like, hey, press this to do this or this to do that. Like they're walking you into the prison and you get there. But then after maybe 10 minutes, you escape and then they catch you again and then they start the real game and they like walk you, they walk you back into the prison. It's really neat. It's kind of like Metroid where you start out with all your shit and you're super badass. That's right. Oh, this game's going to be easy. And then they slap you right back to reality. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But that, that whole game is you are stuck in prison and you start from the like the very beginning with nothing like you're fist fighting other prisoners and yeah, okay. like anything you can get is helpful like a shank and, and anything but I, I remember a a buddy of mine and myself when this game came out we rented it for xbox and we went out to his cabin we were just gonna like go to his cabin and you know chill out for the weekend we wanted to get away and just have some drinks and whatever we ended up not even leaving his cabin for three days straight. We played this game start to finish over the course nice. of the weekend and just beat it. It was like, at the time, the graphics were so cutting edge. It looked great. It was really, the really lighting. dark. Lighting, yeah. The, no I mean, game had lighting like that. No, no. It was fucking contextual. It was procedural based, I think. Was and that, it was fucking awesome. Was that an Xbox exclusive too? Yeah, it was. Xbox, yeah. So that's why I never played it. Yeah. I played it on a friend's computer over a weekend like that and we played it from start to finish and we were just bouncing off deaths and totally, it was so totally. much fun. it was so much it, was, it came, had sorry go ahead dean that came before chronicles of riddick yes it did yeah same yeah. Oh, same wow. year same year but it came out before it goes uh, oh. it was they tied it into the marketing so they released the game and went now go see the second movie you know kind of thing you know what's insane about that that's vin diesel's video game company too yeah oh is it oh okay okay i think i knew like, that, that but... sucks vin diesel like has such cool ideas and like cool stuff he's just terrible like, he just sucks he just sucks like i used to yeah. be the biggest vin diesel fan but Same. then you know you get older you realize there's better <laughs> yeah you realize yeah, you learn still there <laughs> you realize fun. vin vin is yeah, just trying too hard He's just he is. trying to be like the epitome of a male, like so and, hard. Yeah. And you know who he sets, you know who his foil is, who he sets up to be more masculine against the rock. Yes. Why would you set yourself up against the rock to be like, no, I'm the man. And it's like, nah, that giant Samoan person is the man. Like, We're supposed yeah. to be family. <laughs> like, you're, the you're half his size. And, yeah. And you're tall. So like, sorry, Ben. Like, fuck. I wish you liked Fast and the Furious. Though. I can't stand those. Movies. After like, what was it? Fast Five. The Rock came in. What? I yeah. I I think I saw the first one and then I I checked out. Oh come on, come yeah. on, what? Jim. The fifth oh. movie is when they got good. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened with the Furious. I remember my buddy Dietrich worked at a movie theater when Fast Five <laughs> came out, and part of the promo is they all had to wear deep V. Uh, t-shirts that said fast five in like a miami like you know like the blue and the orange (laughs) and that was his uniform for the week that movie he had to go every day to work in a deep v and he's like a dude like me as skinny and pale and gross hey at least it wasn't me yeah, no, even, Italian cleavage over they had the fat people do like I went to the movie theater he, I, I went there to go see a free movie and he was just like bro this sucks and then I noticed everyone was wearing the deep feet and <laughs> oh, he was man. like oh, fast and furious Chris what is on your That's- t-shirt oh it's this cool Asian lady her name's Sue Wu I kinda I'm super into her what does she do nothing Sue Wu uh, <laughs> it's a nice shirt I like it <laughs> do you know the gang the bloods yeah, of course I do. Okay, so <laughs> mortal enemies of the mortal enemies of the crypts. When you, when you walk into a room and you want to see if there's other bloods, you go Sue Woo, 
and then another blood will go sue woo and then you know there's a blood in the room okay so it's always wonderful having this very so, white boy with an asian woman i'm wearing a shirt that says sue woo because i'm into sue woo but then like a blood will see me and i'll go oh that's my kin he's in my gang but then or he'll just murder you or a crip will see me and i'll have to fight him <laughs> Okay, so so you you affiliate with the Bloods is what I'm getting. I guess so. <laughs> okay. Wearing it on a t-shirt, just okay. by shirt. I like the shirt. I like the shirt. Um, I think the thing that really works well for Butcher Bay is how violent it is, and how the movies are kind of missing this. Like you start that mm. game off, I was shocked at how violent it was. You're doing like bloody and violent fist fights with inmates, where it was it was very realistic, and then. As soon as you can get a shank, you're just shanking them and killing them. I think I think maybe if this uh, next Riddick movie is restricted and we can get some of that element pumped into it, I think that could be a bit better too. Well, that's kind of one of the things I want to talk about. Like both movies were PG-13, and they came out with the director's cut, the Red R versions. And this is post 9/11 PG-13, so super neutered, super tame. Yeah, and each director's cut is so much better. As not so much better, but they're. They're like the director's got a Daredevil. It's so much better than the original version. Which Daredevil? The Ben Affleck. Oh, God. Or the director's cut of Batman versus Superman. You're going to sit here and tell me that Ben Affleck Daredevil is a bad movie? If you take out Evanescence and Nickelback from those oh, movies and no, take out like pump the, more in. No, you take out the swing set scene. And Add more stuff. swing sets. If, if Chad's, <laughs> if Chad's not going to say it, then I will. That was a bad <laughs> I movie. I don't know what I was going for. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to kill No, him. but the problem was back in the day. They didn't think Red R movies could make money. So, of course, right. now in this whole climate, shut up. No, the reason they didn't want to do ultraviolence is because 9-11 had just happened. It's the same reason why um, Keith Urban's character – not Keith Urban. Uh, wow. Who's the black guy? Ving Rain. Ving Rhames? No. Fuck. Who's the black guy? He does uh, the Keith voice. Keith David. Keith David. I was yeah. close. Um, <laughs> he's an imam, which is a, a, a Muslim priest, right? But when he goes – oh, uh, it must be God or whatever, that instantly was like, no, 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 you're an Iman, you would call him Allah. But post 9-11, you can't use the word Allah yet. So that's why it was super neutered, I think. No, even oh. Pitch Black came, what happened? What year did Pitch Black come out? 2000, but he said, he said Allah oh, in that movie. Pre-9-11. Yeah. I like my theory better. No, my theory is correct. Now it's the of Deadpool and all the shit going on. Well, now that Deadpool is rated R and it's funny and it makes a fuck ton of money. Unless it ends up being like Birds of Prey. I just rhyme. Just... Look, everybody, let's make rated R movies. Just do it. Seriously. Right? Make them fucking ultra-violent. Make, oh, uh, people want to see you know, that. I, we want to see that. You know what's the best part about Riddick, in my opinion, and we keep going back to this, is the costumes. Yeah. And they were created. Can we talk about the costumes? Can we just for... talk about Hell it? Hell yeah, we can. So, uh, Michael Dennison and Ellen Mjornik, all right, they did the costume designs. Guess what movies they're super famous for? Michael Dennison did the costumes for Starship Troopers. Oh, wow, excellent. Do, do you see the, yeah, you see the link? And yeah. uh, Ellen Mjornik did a Fatal Attraction. That's why the women are oh, always wow. wearing long. Yeah. That's a nice combination so, right there. Yeah. Th those are very, very different, right? Right, so you get like this stark military... The, the helmet, you know, yeah. and the shoulder pads, and it's perfect. Uh, and then you get the, what's her name? Her. The Judy Dench? 
Judy Dench's costume <laughs> is a lot like the white yeah. costume from Fatal Attraction. Oh, yeah, about. yeah. Thandy Newton. Yeah, Thandy Newton, the way her costume, uh, she would wear gloves, right, that were mm. the same color as yeah. her skin, so that the dress could, like, blend into her skin perfectly. Yeah, right. Like, there was a lot of, the costumes. I would have thought let's see that radar, because they had, like, the razors from, like, saw razors on their shoulders. Yeah. And I just see them, like, shoulder-charging people. And hitting him with that. What about when Riddick stabs someone, they bleed? Imagine if they bled when he stabbed him. Wow. That's the biggest problem with the movie. The armor looks so cool, but they're getting killed. Yeah, yeah it's like, like leather armor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw, I was watching that behind the scenes thing, and um, they said the armor that the actors are wearing weighs 23 pounds. But if they wanted to make it out of real materials, it would weigh like 70 to 100 pounds. <laughs> You know, oh, so they had to make it out of like foam and rubber and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it didn't yeah. look that bad. Like, oh, it, it looked look amazing, bad. dude. Yeah, it looked, like I it said, looked good. Yeah. Yeah, since you're bringing up some production stuff, I thought it would be a good thing to bring up the cinematography on Pitch Black was done by David Egby, and he did cinematography on Mad Max from 1979, oh. on Predator from 87, and then Fortress from, uh, I think it's 92. So that what guy, Fortress? For, Fortress is 92, I believe. Oh, I can see his face. Cr- Christopher Lambert. Oh, oh really? Yeah. He, he's escaping a prison as well. He's like in a, a 30, uh, 32 level prison buried beneath the ground. And he is, uh, right. I don't know if I can recommend watching it though. Yeah, we watch. He made me watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation or whatever. Oh, like, okay. You can you you check it on <laughs> channel on YouTube. You can watch Fortress then. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a bad movie. <laughs> oh, wait, actually, can we settle a debate? Because me and Chad have been arguing this for a long time. Who is hotter in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Sindel or Sonya? I say Sindel. You'll have to Google it. Do it on your own yeah. free time. I, I mean, no, I'm going to do it right now. But I know what okay. uh, I know what Son- I remember what Sonya looks like, but I can't remember Sindel. So let me pull it up oh, real quick. Dude. Now, uh, oh, I was saying Katana. Oh, Katana, my bad. Katana. Oh, Katana. <laughs> Okay, who are we looking for? Katana uh, or or Sindel? Sindel. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Oh, yeah. It, it's close. It's close. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my vote in for Sonya. That's not one of the options, Tim. Yeah, it is. That was, oh, that is an option. Okay, okay. Sonya, of course, is the hotter one. Oh, so it's yeah, so it's, it's Sin- Sindel and Katana. Sindel and Katana. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on. I didn't mean to derail. I gotta go. I gotta go. Katana. Yes. You fucking yeah. asshole. I got. I gotta do it. By a woman. I just like bitchy chicks. What can I say? She has a look on her face where she's just gonna beat the shit out of you. Yeah, that would be. Oh, dude, I'm 100. percent I'm I'm a 100 percent Sindel here. Yes! One hundred percent. Yeah. This man gets it. Yeah. So we didn't solve and over Sonya as well. Sindel over Sonya. So she's my number one. Wow. These guys are instant friends now. Uh, you know this. Just to tie this back to um, Chronicles of Riddick, this may not be a violent movie, but it is sure a horny movie. Everybody in this movie is super turned on, and they're always trying to fuck Riddick. They're always trying to fuck. Every oh yeah, everyone what wants was to fuck with that Riddick. scene where the girl's like going up against him, and then he wakes up and she's like, ah. Remember the whole sniffing fetish we picked oh, up yeah. on, yeah. where everyone's oh, yeah. sniffing yes. each other. What it's is like, going uh, on? That's what the director takes like, off. Apparently. There's like these dead bodies that they're like making phone calls through, and 
Tandy yeah, Newton's character is just like making out with one of them. Like, what yeah, is going yeah, on yeah. in this movie? <laughs> oh, she sniffed it before she kissed it too. That's right, like... right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's you a... got to sniff first. Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino loves feet. This director loves sniffing people. Yeah. <laughs> so that's David Toy. Toy. Tui. Tui. Read your own writing. He did direct a Arrival though. Which one was Arrival? Chad, can I it give was you that new alien movie with uh, that redhead lady? Oh, the chick who failed at playing Lois Lane? Yeah. Yeah. But Arrival was really good. Arrival was, oh, Arrival Actually, no, was incredible. I don't think that's the right movie. No, because no, Arrival is uh, Denny Villanueva, right? Denny Villanueva. Denny Villanueva. <laughs> yes. That one. I am, it's Amy, I Amy Adams in that one. Yeah. See, yeah. I would, I would well, be really bad at the movie trivia showdown. Yeah, that's why you That's why I need him as my me. partner. <laughs> so I can just pick up on like the random Marvel questions and he could do everything else. But I know more about Marvel than you. Yeah, but I could be like, I got this. No, you don't. Wrong yeah. yeah. Who is he, could, he could give you a break. <laughs> what did you guys well, think about the Jack, the character of Jack in both the movies? I really? her. Yeah. Which yeah. one? Well, yeah, <laughs> <It's> yeah. <matter>. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the one from Chronicles. <laughs> No, in the first first movie, she was. I thought it was cool how, like, I don't know, the way they did the whole thing where, like, oh, it's a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it seemed like it was. I didn't didn't like that. I didn't like it? No, I didn't didn't like it. I didn't mind her in, in, in Chronicles. Um, she was so annoying in Chronicles. She, she yeah. was. Like, I don't, I don't even, like, I don't know if I even like that they brought her back, but at least they brought her back as a badass and, like, she was empowered and. She, she kind. Of, by the end, she was kind of like a decent character, in my opinion. And then they fucking killed her, and it's like, well, why was she even in that movie? So I didn't yeah. even mind that they killed her, but if they actually made her like fucking knocking people out and being cool, and not just being like Riddick save me, she wasn't Riddick save me the whole time. Move that ass. Yeah, yeah. she was. She only was. Bad. She was pretty good in in Chronicles. Like she was a badass, right? You know, the as much as she could be. Ever really Riddick save me is when there's been like 20 minutes a movie without vin diesel and then they're like oh wait we gotta i guess he saves her you know like yeah that's the only other than that she's just the chick with a gun shooting people she doesn't do any of that bullshit like the mma shit that all chicks do in movies now she didn't hurricane rana anybody yeah she didn't did she i don't remember maybe maybe she does, you know, you know how like nowadays when they want to write a strong female character, she has to be like jumping out of an exploding building and like fighting. Instead, she was just more like a, "Hey, I've been living by myself in this horrible place, and I'm capable now." Yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind either. Like Black Widow. I, I hate the character Black Widow. You like Scarlett Johansson. I also hate Scarlett Johansson. So yeah, I love Scarlett Johansson. How about you guys? I'm, I'm again. I'm, I'm with I'm Chris. With Chad again. Oh, what though? We're cut down the line here. Yes. I'm. Yeah. I, I'm Chris and I are like best that. friends, and Dean and Chad are best friends. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Dark Fury, the 35 a- uh, 35 minute animated Peter Chung um, animation. Did you guys see this? What did Peter Chung do besides he, he, this? Oh, well, he did. Um, did you see the Animatrix? That's what I thought. Yeah, he, he did That's, the one. Yeah, he did yeah. Matriculated, which was the, the final which Matriculated, which, which was the final entry in the in in the movie. So it's the one where um, the, the humans, they set up this plan to capture some of the and robots. 
That's so, right. They've reprogrammed yeah, yeah. some, but they're giving they're trying to give them the robots the opportunity sure. to make a choice of their own. Right. And really, the one robot decides to help him, and the yes. other one tries to. Help. It's yes. really fun. It's one of the best ones. So he did that, yeah. and he did uh, Ion Flux. Have you ever seen Ion Flux yeah, from MTV? A little bit of Ion Flux. Uh, Aeon, Aeon Flux. It was yeah. the MTV animated one. Right? MTV animation, yeah, it was like a season. That wasn't or... that awful. The it movie, wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. The movie was great. fucking terrible. Yeah, the movie was. Yeah, the movie's awful, bad. But the, the movie's so bad. bad. Super, super mature themes um, going on with Peter Chung and his animation. I love so. the animation he does. It's I love very the like, kind of stylized. Exaggerated. Yeah, it's kind of exaggerated. Yeah. It's, and all that. it's you when you watch it, you know it's him because as yeah. soon as I was like, you said Peter Chung, I went Matrix without knowing it. Just Definitely. like yeah, you know, connecting dots because of his art style. Did you did you guys see Dark? Dark Fury? I did a long time ago yeah. and I cannot for the life of me. See, my problem is okay. like my brain just is broken. Just say you're dumb. It's not dumb. I don't <laughs> care a lot. You could just say you're dumb. I know, but just say you're dumb. Just say you're dumb. I'm super smart. <laughs> no, my memory we can, is we can smart. <laughs> like any movie I've seen back in the day, I can watch it now and be like, oh, this is like I've never seen it before. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, yeah, anyway, I think this is my favorite entry into the universe. Just this was, yeah. this had everything going for it in my opinion. So it was ultra violent because it was an animation and it was, rest- I think it was restricted. It could be very violent. It was 35 minutes long. So the story was super tight. Everything was compact. Yeah. There wasn't time for the bullshit that makes it boring. That makes these movies boring. And the story was really cool. Uh, it was like these, uh, it's, and, and again, it, it works really well in the universe because you have Riddick, you have Jack and, um, Iman, you said he, he was an Iman. I thought his name was Iman, but. Oh, really? Yeah. He's what? listed as Iman, but I know the word for an, uh, Islamic cleric is Iman. Oh, okay. And, I thought know, that was his Rabbi, name. So. Father, Iman. Right. Oh, so that's, 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 what, that's, that's the, just my ignorance here coming out then, but. The, it also could be the writer's ignorance where oh, he perhaps. just heard the word. Perhaps. Yeah. But all three, all three of them are together on a ship. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's the pitch black ship. I think it takes place after pitch black and um, a, a ship that looks 1 million times more expensive than theirs comes over and picks them up and they get picked up by this person who likes collecting trophies of the most, the most, it. the most like vicious, mercenaries in the galaxy He's and like the collector from Marvel. yeah it's like a collector yeah. but she like kind of kind of freezes the her collection like kind of freezes them in time like they're alive but they can't move and they're just like these frozen trophies who are it's, living uh, what the flash does to inertia nope okay yeah and uh like riddick <laughs> <laughs> riddick she wants riddick because he's she thinks is is actually the best and wants to see how the best will like fight in real life like she wants to see one of these people all these trophies have been brought to her but she's never seen one of them perform in front of her so she brings riddick on board to perform in front of her and you get these weird like uh machine alien kind of creatures that riddick has to fight like monsters some are like ninjas very cool just like fighting room to room against these fucking cool things yeah and his eyes his eyes come into like effect again here finally like he's actually able to use his eyes and they help him so i i think i saw that when netflix first started streaming it was like one of the first things i watched on netflix yeah i watched that tim i watched that with you yeah we watched that Uh, you showed me that at your yeah at your place and this is when 
I, I can't remember how many years ago it was, but when we watched that, I was like, oh yeah, I love Riddick. I love this whole universe. And that's when I go back and start watching the movies again. And I'm like, oh no, wait, do, do I not like this universe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. that animation is so cool. And that whole animation ends with uh, Tombs. I think Tombs captures them. That's what I love about like what we're talking about here, this universe. Like there's so many great yeah. things that tie into each other. Uh, just some of the some of the you know movies and things that have come out have been not all that great, but as a universe, this is a great franchise. Like I'm I'm happy to watch more. You know I I think we'd all like to see it go in certain directions, but I'm I'm down. I I love it. Well, that's the best thing about animation too. Animation is a lot more freedom. Like they don't have like the big like I think like what Universal distributed it and they have like radar pictures, one race films, whatever the hell that is. Uh, yeah, one race word. films. But with animation, <laughs> there's a lot more freedom in the writing and everything. Yeah. Opposed to like having, I don't know, it's all about money. You don't have much. to build a set, you can just yeah. draw it. Yeah. 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 But, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I had words and I have now forgotten them. We're back about back the to Sindel. Oh, back to Sindel. Dude, so <laughs> Dude. Can we talk about the Dude I want her to tie me oh, up my. and kick me in the balls. Oh, my. Anyway. How awesome of a name for a plant is crematoria? I mean, it's really it's so stupid, yeah, it's crematoria. Yeah, it's a slam facility. And what is it? Hellion, it's Hellion Prime. Yo, did Tombs die? They might have killed him off he's, screen. He's in that cage no, with the cage. Uh, yeah, he's in the cage with the like wolf things surrounding him. Oh, dude. he's like Ritter. So if we want to build the Riddick cinematic universe, we could have a whole movie about Tombs. Yes, he yeah. escapes after He that. escapes, and yeah. then he gets a ship and a crew again, and he's like, fuck Riddick. And yes. then he... Being in the cage for that long, he bonds with the wolves. Oh, he becomes Lord of the Wolves! Nice. And he, like, whistles, and they, like, come up behind him, and he's he like... He definitely has oh, that'd be cool. shitty dialogue in that movie. He just... It's shitty dialogue, but the yeah. way he, like, expresses it... He knows who he's playing. He yeah. knows he's playing a generic, shitty character, and oh. he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ships. Why do they have people hanging? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Oh yeah, that was so weird. I know. Like, it I th- looked awesome. They made but... the they made the perfect line too. That when they were flying into that cave with the guy hanging, the guy says like, "Looks like it's going to be a tight fit." And then the guy's like, "What?" And I thought for sure he was going to smash into the side of the cave yeah, as, yeah, the, totally, as the ship yeah. flying in, but they didn't. They they missed the chance to do that. They yeah. Um, Imagine if hunted giraffe. In like Cessnas with people hanging out the side of the Cessna, just shooting machine guns at like giraffe and hippo and stuff. Imagine how hard it'd be just to balance, like trying to like, get your shot <laughs> oh, off. Where you're just like, it's absolutely yeah. the worst. Like, yeah. why would you ever just be hanging there? If you just hit something and started spinning, like you can never get under control. <laughs> like in, uh, Australia or whatever, that's just yeah. spinning. Well, it's like it's a perfect like gyro or whatever, where you're just like perfectly balanced. No, they were just with... hanging with nets and yeah. like cloth, <laughs> not even rubber yeah. cloth. Yeah. They're stupid. No, because every single time they catch him, they sniff him, and then he escapes. Right. <laughs> Pool of five this time. Dude, did you know the um the pilot when they go to get him the second time? That Asian guy on the cast list. He's just called Asian pilot. Oh my okay. goodness, that's awful. <laughs> wow. That's so awful. He wow. doesn't even get a name. Different, different time. <laughs> different time. <laughs> oh man. Um. What about uh, Johns from Pitch Black? I really like that guy. Remind me uh, who's Johns. Struggling to remember. <laughs> did, I call, did I call him by the wrong name, perhaps? 
I don't know. No, John's. Yeah. Well, he's the guy who um, has has captured Riddick. Super, uh, he's the guy who, like, who caught Riddick. Oh, oh, the drug like, addict. Yeah. The drug drug addict who's like. Yeah. Riddick that. is his prisoner. Right. Yeah. I yeah. see his face in my head. Yes. He did a really good job. I liked it. Like, I mean, I liked his role as a character in the movie, but just even the actor as well did a really, really nice job. Yeah, me too. I, I like him in that movie. I like I actually like a lot of the performances in that movie. Yeah, um, they were good, actually. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty solid. I like his dynamic with Riddick. I like that, you know, he's just trying to catch him and Riddick. Yeah, you know, they just hate each other. You know, it's that cop and robber thing. Yeah. Look at a picture of Vin Diesel and Riddick. He's actually jacked. Yeah, he's actually oh, he's jacked. jacked. Yeah. He's jacked. Definitely jacked. In Pitch Black, he's jacked. And then in Riddick, he's like not. Even in uh, Fast and Furious, he's just like, I think it's just because he's, I don't know, it's only a four-year difference. Steroids. No, the whole cast Pitch Black was wonderful. It was good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's way more jacked in Pitch Black than he is in Riddick. What the fuck is that That's about? Interesting. Yeah, what is that about? Did he just give up? He was. Yeah. Listen, they, he was nobody. Like millions on steroids. He was nobody so before Pitch Black. Then he got that. He got that Hollywood money, and then he's just like, yeah, all right, they, burgers and burgers and cheese. They spend tens of millions of dollars on that movie, and he can't just hit the gym a bit more. Well, I think he did. He probably yeah, right. did, but that's the best he Yo, could do. Be honest. Come that's on. Brock mad at him. He's like, Vin Diesel's lazy. Okay, okay. Are you guys of the belief that Rock, The Rock does steroids? He doesn't do steroids. He definitely oh. does steroids. Okay, I mean, okay. He, let's, go, let's go again. Dean, to. who are you with? Okay, yeah. we're with, I think he we're both with Chris here. A human, a human body cannot grow like that. That's not, that's not that's normal. Not normal. That's not normal. Human. That's what happens when somebody wakes up at five in the morning and works out for three hours Wait, a day. Wait, does he say his no. prayers and eat his vitamins? Yeah. Okay, the Hulk did steroids. You do know that, right? <laughs> The Hulk also had a nice lawsuit settled recently. Yes, he did. Good for him. Yeah. Is it good for him, though? He did say the N-word on camera. Yeah, but freedom of speech, America, all that bullshit, you know. You're allowed to say what you want. Doesn't mean you won't get punched in the face, but you're allowed to say what you want. Brother. Uh, dude, wait. Can you do a good Hulk? Because I can do a really good macho. Really? Well, let's hear yeah. it. Let's we'll hear figure it. out this in yeah, we do that <laughs> Who's got impressions? Who can do an impression? No, I want to hear I the can... macho. I want to hear the macho. Uh, dude, it's not the way I do it. Yeah, brother. We're talking here today, talking to my Riddick brother. Ready? The problem is, brother, I'm gonna have to start yelling. I feel like Macho is perfect. Oh yeah, anybody can do a Macho man. Yeah, definitely. Snapper You gotta get a little high pitched, brother, because you know he's flying on steroids, and it's all in the neck. It's all in the neck, brother. The mania. You just gotta end everything with oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's not oh yeah, it's ooh yeah. Okay. What what was the name of his girlfriend? Kim. Kim. It wasn't it Kim. Kim. Kimberly. I locked Kim in a closet. Kimberly. Oh yeah. Oh wait, we talking about the weapons? What? Why would he do that? Why would he do that, Chris? Why would no, he, why would he lock no her? Macho Man was so possessive over his girlfriend, he would lock her. Do he would oh. lock her in a closet. That's right. They were like the they were an actual couple, right? Yeah, they were an they actual were for real. couple. They were for real. Um, there's actually a story where Macho Man, because uh, the public didn't know wrestling was fake yet, 
So he has his girlfriend in the ring and someone punched his girlfriend in the ring, right? Because, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, look at this villain hit my girl kind of thing. So he goes back to his girlfriend's parents' house and the parents wouldn't let him come in the house because he didn't defend his girlfriend in the ring because they thought it was all real. Oh, wow. They were like, oh, my God, you let them hit my daughter. And he was and he couldn't be like, oh, it's all a play. You know, he had to like. Just be like, yeah, well, oops, you know. Well, I mean, I I grew, I grew up in the time where I thought it was all real. I mean, Dude, I, was, I grew up thinking it was real too. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I mean, this... it was so great, so stupid. Anyway, back to Riddick. Um, yeah, what else do we have to say? I kind of, I think I may have said everything I wanted to say. I want to talk about the set and production design. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. Because it was done by Joseph C. Nemec the third. Is this in Chronicles? And... We're talking about Chronicles. Yeah, we're talking about Chronicles. Because, okay. like, the set design for the other movies is, like, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so um, in Chronicles, Joseph C. Nemec the third, because whatever, he did uh, Twister and T2. And you uh-huh. can see a lot of Terminator 2 <laughs> in the Chronicles of Riddick if you think about it. Cause, How so? How so? Well, just, uh, uh, you know the scene where the purifier burns himself alive? Yeah. You know the scene prior where they're running down the hill? And it looks like all fucked up and there's like a blown up spaceship and there's smoke and sparks and stuff like that. Think about the beginning mm. uh, or just any scene where they show the future in the Terminator series. Yeah. It, it looks very similar. Okay. You, yeah. The guy knows where to he knows where to hide the smoke machine. He knows where yeah. to have the sparks. Shooting What's from. the best thing about practical set design that this a movie lot, did? Well. I was actually really surprised that this movie did not have as much green screen as I thought it did. A lot yeah. of this movie. Like we were saying they only had mm. green screen and stuff. That's like we can't do that. We can't physically yeah. show a spaceship flying. So yeah. here's, but like even the scene where uh, Judy Dench and dame vaco whatever the fuck her name fandy newton she played dame vaco yeah. the scene where um you know they're standing in the spaceship and she makes the floor open up and the ethereal's oh, yeah. like i don't give a fuck about that mm, yeah that was cool they built that set but the only green screen besides judy dench turning into a cgi monster is uh the only green screen is the floor opening up mm. and even then it's just the floor opening up and they're shooting a fan up so it's a yeah. lot of like practice effects what's cool the the effect everything was great even even the 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 effects that were in the movie were really great like the lord marshall when he's grabbing souls out of people that was that looked good that looked good now like when i rewatched it like a couple days ago i was impressed by the effects so think about it say you're in the room and this guy's going follow my religion and then someone goes fuck you and then they steal that guy's soul would you be like okay yeah your religion's yeah, yeah. right you're yeah, you got it yeah. man you're, you're the right. one you're like, the one like yeah it's like you know what just tell me about it i'll i'll, I'll listen <laughs> the underverse yeah all yeah. right I'm with that. I'm with that. very choppy very quick cuts but the scenes where he's moved the last fight where he's moving with riddick you see like it's weird when he's moving. It's like it's not just like trails he's leaving. It's like his soul is just like well, yeah, trying to keep up with his body. It, it's almost like yeah. his body goes corporeal and his soul. Is, yeah, it's um, playing catch up. Yeah, his soul. Sort of, his soul escaped from a, an attack, and like, his body was trying to catch up with factory. it. And by the time the body caught up, Riddick was there waiting. He was already. He saw the soul yeah. going, and then yeah. as the body re-entered the soul, he landed the knife in the head. Because Riddick read the script. And right. no, <laughs> yeah. no, but they said I don't mind that because they they set that they set that up early in the movie when um the uh, Judy Dench 
comes to talk to him and he he senses yeah, her in the room like, and just about cuts her throat because he right. like senses like the spiritual spiritual realm or something like that. Like he, that's right. part of his eyes. His eyes can there's another thing they, they don't give us enough with his eyes and what they right. can actually do. Like we know that they, he can see in the dark, but he can do so much more than that. There's a point in Chronicles where he like he looks up to the sky at a spaceship and he calculates how many like kilometers away it is and he's just like like 14.3 kilometers or no, no, he's like riding on um some conveyor belt or something and he knew that he he was like 14 or something kilometers deep in a cave just by riding and like moving. And I think it's all his, his eyes. But... Oh, because he was counting the distance between the lights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Height of the thing. So, and then he bumps that fat fucker into the oh, light. That was, awesome. that was when they're going down like the, yeah, when they're going train the, track the, the train track. <laughs> but they don't do anything. They don't, they don't share enough of that information with us. Right. Yeah. How cool was that scene where tombs, and the Russian guys running the prison are negotiating oh, prices. that was great. And you see everyone start to put their hands that on their guns. Yeah. And everyone yeah. kind of like spreads out yeah. a little bit. Like you know the shootout's coming. <laughs> and then when you see the shootout, you see it from Riddick's <laughs> point of view looking yeah. up at yeah. the bullets and lasers flying. That was cool. That guy's like, yeah, you, you will stay with us for three days. <laughs> You'll stay with us for three days and then we will pay you. And the guy's like, ah. and he was like I don't know about that. Or I'll just shoot him. <laughs> yeah. It was like, or it's the part where he's like, "You need to keep up with me, or you're gonna die." Then he runs and he's just waiting there. He's like, "The fuck, seeing you guys?" Yeah, 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 yeah totally. And then catch up, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Why are you slow?" And it's like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, you're fucking yeah. hopping around like a rabbit. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, he, he does, <laughs> you can tell, like, when he jumps and he brings his knees to his chest. There's no reason to do that, you know. Like, you yeah. know, he's just trying it's to stop. Propulsion. He's yeah. like. Ah! <laughs> In that run, he like takes the time to like jump scare them. He's like hiding yeah. on them, and he's just like boop. He like runs around a rock. Boom, yeah. and then, gotcha. I forgot he's about like, that. He's like, I'm like, way too careful. Like, I forgot about that. He's like half a second in front of them, and he decides to spook yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> he's just having fun out there. In real life. So stupid. Oh God! We just need a director that can direct Vin yeah. Diesel. Like I think Paul Verhoeven should take over, yes. and he should start Starship Troopers 2.0, just focusing on the Necromongers, just yeah. focusing on Vako. Make him what was the name of the main character in Starship? Doesn't matter. Make him the main character Starship Trooper, but switch the armor basically, and just have this guy like. Fucking, I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say, kill them all! I want, like, that kind of scene, but with necromongers and stuff like that. We do Starship Troopers episode. Dude, Starship Troopers is legitimately one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. It is yeah, such it's a fantastic movie. movie. I'd be but down I'm... I'd be down with getting rid of Vin Diesel as well. Just kind of rebooting us a new, yeah. a new Riddick, a new Riddick character. Someone we don't know. Like, I don't want another famous actor in there. I want a newbie. Tubes. Yeah. I would watch Tubes. a movie about Tubes. Yeah, Tubes is cool. Too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we need a Furian. He needs to be a Furian, though. We got to keep that uh, that that aspect alive. Isn't he the last Furian, though? Well, yeah. I mean, sure, he is. All you need to do to change that is to write write in a new Furian, right? Right. right. Oh, I guess what everybody? He's not the last. We found a planet of them hiding over here or something. Right. Right. Because like the idea that like a warrior alien race only has one planet and they get wiped off. It's like, nah, man. I guarantee. Because even like the Goku analogy that you were saying earlier, like they wipe the same planet off, but it's like, yo, Sans were all over the galaxy. Turtles. Shit. Turles, <laughs> fucking Raditz, Nappa. 
you could do that with the fucking Furians. Just be like, yo, there were some Furians out there conquering the galaxy, and then they found out their yeah. planet blew up, and now they're pissed. Hundred percent, and that's that's probably a likely scenario, right? Like, yeah, in 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 a universe where people can travel from you know in spaceships from planet to planet. There's there's no reason why all of them would be on one planet at one time, right? And they don't right. do they use like FTL drives or do they like fucks an FTL drive? I don't think they don't get into any of that stuff. They don't really. They at just kind of no. show up and appear. So that means yeah. they're probably doing like a pocket dimension wormhole type travel, which yeah, means be, that yeah. yeah, Furians who are conquering the other side of the galaxy could find out that their home planet blew up. Take a day to get there, then take a day to get to Riddick and just be like, yo, let's team up and fuck this shit up. Can I give like a hot take what the Chronicles of Riddick should continue to be? Yeah. Just rip off every other franchise and make it your own. And they already did that. That's what I'm saying. They'll just continue it. They did it in 2003, though, and it didn't really work. (laughs) (laughs) Chad, what's the next franchise to rip off, though? Where do yeah, we go? Is he going to have a dance-off with fucking oh, Paco? Halloween. How? <laughs> Explain. Oh, okay. Have Riddick be a slasher. <laughs> Turn it into a slasher. Maybe. That Riddick. could work. That could work. That's yeah. not That's not oh, that far of a stretch. Star Wars, dude. Star-, both Star Wars. Have the Furians be able to... The reason he does that, it's not just the eyes. It's their ability. So have him show up to train the new Furian no, badass girl. No, he finds girl. the Furians and they train him. Oh no! They you should haven't do tapped in the Furian's no potential. They should do uh, a Jedi Outcast two, where he finds a Furian <laughs> temple and he stands in it, and it gives him more Furian power. But then the evil Empire finds the same temple, Empire, Empire and starts <laughs> making evil. Je- Did you guys play Jedi Outcast two with Kyle Katarn? No, no. Oh, it's like the best Star Wars video game That's ever. My made. friend, my beer is what, what system? Yeah, what like system? Uh, PC. Oh yeah, I don't uh, play did PC. You ever play the Jedi Academy games. I haven't played anything on PC, so. Did you ever play Dark Forces? Is it on PC? Yeah, it was on. Point. <laughs> anyway, anyway, no, these are so. Anyway, like so, Riddick finds this Furian temple and gets imbued with Furian energy and becomes a Furian badass. But then the fucking Necromonger mongers find the same temple. But since they're not of Furian DNA, they only get a portion of the power, but they're still giving their soldiers Furian power. So now Riddick has to blow this temple up and kill the Furians. Oh, the Furian, I don't know, you could call them like fucking thralls or uh, corpses or reanimated corpses or something like that. Necrothurians. Necrothurgists. Necrofurians. Necrofurians. I like that. I like that. Necrofurian. So then. So then Riddick, I know, why is it Hollywood giving us money? So then then Riddick has to kill the Necrofurians, and then he finally comes one-on-one with Vako, and Vako just beats the shit out of him. And he's like, what the fuck? And then Vako goes, guess what, I'm Furian too, bitch. The problem is, we just want Carl Urban to be badass, so no matter what, he's always going to... It's, so, it's not going to make sense in the story. It's just oh, going to happen. It should be like they find a temple and they're like, yo, whoever steps in this, if they're not of the Furian blood, will die. And then Vako's like, fuck you. And he walks right in it and he gets powered up and everyone's like, yo, Vako's a Furian. I'm sorry right. if this all became a what if. I'm sorry. So, oh, we love, how- we love the what ifs. They're just, they're running through my head right now. I'm just like, what should, what should I throw out? I had, so far I've had, what if Macho Man was Riddick? That was one of those. <laughs> it'd be a comedy, but what if, be Car- what if Carl Urban as Dread was Vaco? Oh <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be badass, dude. Instead of the hair, just give him the helmet and never take the helmet. Definitely, oh, yeah, definitely. Take- yeah, yeah, yeah. 
have one second of appreciation for the Dread movie. Always, just, d- dude. Just, yeah. Dude. General, we all just have a cheers, knowing yeah. it's just never going to come back. Yes. That was yes. uh, what an amazing movie that was. Yes. Like, why the fuck aren't they making a sequel to that movie? Because they hate I us. Know. I don't know. I don't they think it did very well for some reason. I don't know. It didn't like, do well no, in the did, theaters. It did well when it came to the DVD release. and Blu-ray. And Once all people that. actually oh, watched yeah. it, they were like, yeah. fuck, this is amazing. And it was a very pirated movie also. I blame the I first pirated. I blame the first Judge Dredd for how bad this one did. The biggest problem with this is they didn't advertise it at all. Oh, they yeah. made the movie, didn't expect it to make money, but expecting to make broke. No, they did advertise it, but they only advertised the 3D bullshit. And this is when 3D bullshit was just becoming a right. thing. So moviegoer audiences were like, fuck this. Well, that's the thing. They didn't advertise it in the way that you should advertise a good movie. They advertised be like, this be my third pee break? <laughs> anyway, while he's gone, See let's you, get Chris. the weapon. Sorry. I love the way they did weapons. because the, Shut the fuck up. The <laughs> necromongers have like a propulsion blaster where like they blast you and it's trying to explain how it is i, I know what it's you're saying like, i don't know the, i don't know the science like behind it hitting though. you with like a force of energy yeah like a force blast had like bullets and lasers and it's stuff. like a hadouken right they're hitting you with yeah, a hadouken yeah. but the thing about that is like it takes out riddick in like one hit yeah yeah which i was kind of upset about that movie i was hoping to be more badass be able to take kind of those hits that's cool actually knives, cool axes and all that stuff. That's actually a really good point, Chad. It's that like they make him out to be this super tough dude, but really at the end of the day, all he's got is like enhanced human strength, and he's got these eyes that they don't do too much with. So realistically, this guy shouldn't be fighting an army of necromongers and winning. You know, he should be getting captured and killed. Now, but what he does have going for him that they don't elaborate too much on we get to see it but they don't really talk about it but he is a real great escape artist right so he's he's able to get yeah. out of situations he reminds me of like he reminds he reminds me of count dooku from from star wars clone wars or, or general mm-hmm. grievous like one of the with the guys who they're always getting out at the last second you know like yeah. you, can, you can never get a hold right. of them these slimy bastards they just always find a way to escape and he's like that he just can't get killed cuz he can w- if there's the smallest little hole he's going to squeeze through it and make make his way out that's that might be his best attribute is is how much of an escape artist he is yeah well, that, the biggest that, problem i had oops sorry go ahead i was just going to say that time he does get hit shot by that gun though i'm really let down by him because he just gets blown away, falls on his back, and then he just can't get up for the next like five minutes. He's lying there, and the Wasn't only it reason not even like a straight on shot too. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like a weird thing, and like the whole thing with Riddick is that his endurance should be fucking off the charts. Yeah, so he should be able to take like a beating like nobody. But he gets shot once, it hits him like in the side, and he does like a weird spin, falls, and he's like, "Oh, I'm knocked out. Oh no, Jack, don't go. What's your name like, in the?" It's still Jack, isn't it? Or, no, 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 no. no. She She's got a new name. Um, Kyra. Kyra. Kyra, yeah, yeah. Kira. 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 Anyway, well, it's because the weapons that the Necromongers use are gravity-based, meaning they hit you with the force of gravity, I guess. Everything they do is... I want Riddick to be badass. But the point is, it's like... <laughs> I, uh, I guess the weapons would be concussive. So it's like when they shoot you with the gun, it's like getting punched by like Cyclops' eye blasts, I guess would be the theory. See, yeah, I'm not right. upset about that. We should have made him get, have to get hit more than once. Yes. But I feel like him getting hit by that 
Okay, remember when they shoot a regular person? He goes flying across the room and dies instantly. The fact that Riddick got shot, stood up, and all his organs were still intact, you know? I was going to say, maybe they were trying to show us, like, how powerful this weapon is by showing us how it affected affected Riddick, yeah. I just wanted that scene where he gets shot. He's like, oh, takes it. Then he gets shot at like two more times. Yeah, that, that would have been nice. It would have been nice. They were like phasers where you could adjust the power level. You know, like he shoots him and then you see the, and they charge it up even more and shoot him again. Like that would make sense. But I just love how they're the only ones who have these weapons in the movie. The point I was trying to make with all this. I think with Riddick, what we're seeing is like the death of the universe. So the planets that are still alive are ones that are just like, like, I feel like the Necromongers went after the toughest people first and just wiped them off the face of the earth. And now they're just picking up the scraps. Cause like, why would they wait? Like, remember the scene where they're invading and what's the name of the first planet? Why do I keep, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Um, Oh, I Helios prime. I have it written down. Hmm. Um, Helion Prime. Yeah, so when uh, Helion Prime is getting invaded, like, they send their Naboo starfighters to go stop them, and there's only, like, 20 of them for an entire planet, you know? So I'm yeah. thinking, like, Necromongers already went after, like, the Coruscant, you know what I mean? Right, And yeah. now they're just picking up scraps. They're just cleaning Kutura, up, yeah. one thing about Crematoria, which yeah. made me laugh really hard. I'm sorry to derail that. But day average temperature is 700 <laughs> degrees. What? Night temperature is negative 300 degrees. <laughs> Didn't we figure out the moon is like twice as hot and twice as cold? So <laughs> but the whole fact that they're able to run and be on that planet in general. At any point in time? Ridiculous. Which make the, like on the fandom and all that stuff, it doesn't say like a regular degrees of the sun still not. It's like in the middle axis where it's not like up and down. Right. If that makes sense. What are you saying? Like it may. Like, it's in the midday, where it's not, like, super hot, it's not super cold, it's, like, in so, the middle. They don't have a temperature for that, so they just say the max degrees it gets is 700, the max freezing is negative 300. So how are these people even able to run on that planet? Well, and, they just pour bottles of water on themselves. <laughs> fucking right, pour yeah. water yourself swinging. That was stupid. Didn't Mythbusters do that, where they poured water on, like, a dummy and swung it in <laughs> front work. of something 700 degrees and just lit on fire the <laughs> second? It was so like boiled the water, evaporated, and just... <laughs> you would just ignite. <sighs> well, I mean, that, that explains like the name the... of crematoria. Like, you should be stepping on that planet and getting cremated, right? <laughs> I really... This director... The, I, I heard him talk. Um, what's his name? David Tui. Yeah. David... Tui, Tui. He um. You, Chad, you got to write it phonetically in the notes. Yeah, we'll start <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't mess around. <laughs> but um, he uh, <laughs> listening to him talk about this movie, the very first thing he says about the movie is, um, "Aren't bad guys the most interesting part of movies?" And then right. you instantly see with Riddick, like, "Oh, he made the bad guys the most." In-. But I really like the guy. It's just. His writing is imaginative, but it sucks. He should write the screenplay. Somebody should come edit it. Yeah. Right. Someone else. the dialogue, and then somebody else should direct it because he's I not mean, a good director. I, I hate the idea of committee writing, like the idea that there's a committee writing something. Yeah, but, but if you have if, a partner, it's different. With a partner, I'm saying a committee. Yeah. I'm saying he should have a committee of writers sit with him where he goes, okay, so they have this idea about this space right. death. And they're like, that's a good idea. And they help him because some of the dialogue – 
the whole end fight scene where he's just screaming, you with me, Kira? You with me? It's like, it's the dumbest. Of all the things yeah. to say, with me, you're not going to say something emotional from your Well, past. that was a throwback from... I understand it was a throwback, but it was like the lamest fucking line you could have used for a well, throwback. A lot of it is the delivery, too. Again, Vin Diesel casts anyone else. Cast Jim Carrey, it would have been better. You know what I mean? Like, Imagine. Yeah, I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> Talk from his ass. You're with me. You're with me. <laughs> what if? I got another no, what no, if. No, no, no. Move that ass. And he'd be talking out of his ass. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm getting at that the director is a really cool idea, man. He, he yeah, should, yeah, exactly. He should be the idea guy, and then he, he needs to shares the ideas, and other people refine them. So, listen, guys, um, I think we've possibly exhausted all we could talk about in the Riddick universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I want to thank you guys for coming on the episode. That was a ton of fun. Listen, if you guys want to plug anything, feel free to plug um, your podcast yourselves, and if not. It's all good, whatever. Oh, we did at the beginning. Just look uh, up Joe Stroud's channel. And look up the ins- – you have an Instagram. The Instagrams. He the, does social media. The Instagrams, the Twitters. We hate Twitter. You get, so you, get, you guys are out there. You guys are out there in the social media yeah, universe and you're – Look us up on Instagram. That's where I like it. That's why I actually meet people and yeah. obviously met you guys. And yeah, that's how we connected. Yeah, it's cool. awesome. Yeah. We should do a Lord of the Rings episode. I'm not going to turn that yeah, down. Yes. I know Dean won't. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Chad, Chad might <laughs> Chad might not be there. <laughs> oh, no, but Chad's going to be watching it with me, and I'm going to make it. No, he's going to pause it every five minutes. Well, you see what's happening here? <laughs> Frodo almost kissed Sam. No, he didn't almost kiss Sam. You fucking idiot. There was no was that, homosexuality Is that the director's cut? How dare you? <laughs> All right, guys. Give us at least, like... Two months. Sam was the ring bearer, if you really look at it, all right? Sam was the one that saved the whole... Sam is plan. the only reason. I can't Sa- carry Sam you... Sam made all the food. I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you, Mr. Frodo. No, but don't forget to find us on YouTube. Show us your average channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. If you want to hear us talk about bullshit. Do you remember that, that scene where Galadriel yeah, refused the ring? Remember that time we had an Instagram? and Look us up on Facebook, because we can't get... We have a Rhode Island Comic Con, but they're like, you have like over a thousand Instagram, but you don't have enough Twitter and Facebook followers. Yeah, they don't like us. So they won't let us get press badges and all that. Um, well, fuck them. How about that? I know. They're a bunch of pretentious if you give me their phone, them. If you give me their phone numbers, I'll call them up and I'll tell them what's up. And when they just start yelling press at everybody. Yeah, because nothing works than pissing no, off the people. Just, I don't care. I don't want a press pass from them. I want everybody to check out Just Your Average Podcast and the JYA cult culture and check out chat my free cams or whatever it's called if you ever wanted to sit down and watch me read a book <laughs> yeah I, I, might, book. I might do See that head where do we find where do we find that i'm interested uh what is your my free cams profile called like uh no, it's on chat roulette you just find me <laughs> just chat roulette just put in chad <laughs> just your just keep hitting refresh eventually you'll find him no but like us on we love Instagram. Like, message us. He like, loves Instagram. I personally message everybody on Instagram I talk to. He personally messages everybody. Yeah, because yeah, you don't have social media. I am a hero. <laughs> get on there, Chris. Chris, get on Instagram. Actually, I do have an Instagram. I made him an Instagram. You ruined the joke. <laughs> well, I stopped doing it. I don't I know. care. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I want to I thank everybody for listening, and we'll catch everybody next time.
everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.